As Ireland's homegrown insurer, FPD knows it's empowering when someone has your back. So switch your van insurance to us and get up to 75% no-claim discount. Visit fpd.ie to request a quote. FPD Insurance. Support. It's what we do. Terms, conditions and underwriting criteria apply. 75% no-claims discount is based on proof of five years no-claims discount and available to new commercial motor customers only. FPD Insurance Group Limited trading as FPD Insurance is regulated by the Central Bank of Ireland. Commercial motor insurance is underwritten by FPD Insurance PLC. Gastology. Well, hello there and welcome to Castology. We're the podcast that reviews other podcasts and tells you what podcasts you should listen to. I am Elizabeth Best and to my right is... Zane C. Weber. And across the table from me today is... Patrick Shearer. Man of mystery. How and are we whispers. feeling? <laughs> and whispers. Yeah, feeling it's good? strangely similar to last week. <laughs> Strange. <laughs> it's funny how that happens. Yeah. Rain stuck around for a while. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, so as always, we are, well, as always now in our new and improved castology, we're going to each bring a podcast to the table that we think you should listen to and that we're going to force each other to listen to. And then after that, stick around because we will be telling you what we thought of the podcasts that we brought to the table last week, which were Sandra, Motel Americana and Your Mum's House. Your Mom's mom's. House. See, every own. time someone says your mom's house, I just want to go your mom's house. Like, <laughs> your, you are. It's but the first, best comeback. <laughs> pretty much, we outlawed. Oh, what what game was it? We were playing a, a game where you had to be sassy, and we basically outlawed the your mom response to anything because everyone was like your mom was, and it just didn't work. It all descended into your mom jokes, which I'm fine with because it's not your mom; it's your mum, and that's different. Sure, that's the rules. This is of this is your a mom. part of. Culture that I seem to have bypassed <laughs> entirely. Uh, it's kind of you yeah. Know. We we were all about dads at school, oh, but so you talk like about your, your own dad. Oh, see, we'd be like, you know, your mum. You'd be like, oh, I'm so dirty today. You'd be like, your mum's dirty, and then they'd be like, hey, and you'd be like, no, it's not your mum. It's your mum. That's different. So That's it's a, a person called your mum. Yeah, or like it's it's your your fake mum, not your real mum. It's your oh. ideological mum. What if I said your nana? Your nanny. Yeah, I guess that would... Yeah, because it's not your nana, it's your nana. <laughs> your nan. <laughs> or is it, Patrick, your experience is my dad could beat up your dad sort of well, thing? Well, there was a bit of that. There was like, you know, my dad could beat up your dad. Well, my dad would fuck your dad and your dad would like it. <laughs> Jesus something like Christ. That. But also... Uh, Implying that your dad wouldn't like... Fucking his dad. No, you don't talk about what your dad likes. <laughs> fucking his Again, dad. it's the same thing. It's not your dad, yeah. it's someone but else's also, dad. But I also remember a friend of mine who would also talk about how his dad was in jail and dealing meth, even though that was a complete fabrication. But he'd say it to the teachers to, as like an excuse to be like, sorry, oh, <laughs> sorry, miss. Uh, and all those teachers who had I no spent, idea about yeah, it listening to this of, podcast. Spent a lot of time... Uh, on the phone last night talking to dad, he just got done, so oh. I didn't really get my homework done. Oh. Stuff like that. Oh. <laughs> wow. Stuff oh, like that. Oh, yeah. no. Okay. Which sometimes worked, actually. Yeah. Well, that's if the teacher <laughs> didn't know any better, of course. It's a duty of care for it to work. <laughs> anyway, let's do what we're here to do, and that is to recommend podcasts. And I'm going to say Patrick has to go first because I'm the boss of this episode. Okay, sure. What did we all think of your mum's No, house? we're not reviewing first, Patrick. We've gone over this. The reviews come later. Right, we recommend okay, first This now. week I'm going to recommend to you guys 
The Church of What's Happening Now with Joey Coco Diaz and Lee Sayat. And that sounds like a hip and happening church. It's more about Joey Coco Diaz. Lee Sayat is just sort of his uh, offsider that he torments mercilessly by sometimes giving him way too much uh, edible marijuana. <laughs> <laughs> He's been so sorry. <laughs> let's let's frame what this podcast actually is well, before we go dissimilar. into specifics. It's not dissimilar to the last couple of podcasts that I've recommended. It's a comedian, uh, Joey Coco Diaz, who is terribly funny. Who basically started his own podcast. I think initially it was him kind of ranting into the microphone on his own on his kitchen table, and he had his guy Lee Syatt, who. I guess would do a lot of the technical stuff, but would also riff off him. Mm-hmm. And then it's since then sort of grown into the more interview style hangout kind of thing that you would have seen from last week and what we'll be reviewing in a moment, just getting their friends on and talking shit. Um, yeah, it's, 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 really, it's really quite similar to the <laughs> so last couple ones that I've had. Could we cut and like, paste the description just... of every podcast as comedian hosts podcasts and gets their friends on to talk shit? Yeah, I guess you could. <laughs> is there, um, is there a, a larger amount of drug consumption on this podcast? Oh, yeah, on this one in particular. Yeah, yeah so Joey's, that's kind of the, the Joey's hook. Joey's sort that's of known for uh, like dosing people with way too much <laughs> edible marijuana. <laughs> what like when you say dosing? He'd be like, "Here, eat this. It's just like a couple milligrams or whatever." Oh, micrograms. so they actually are aware that yeah, something's yeah, in yeah, there. Yeah, then yeah, yeah. He's like, he would give them a gummy gummy bear, and it would be, end up being like ten times stronger than what it, what he told them that it was. And he'd be like, "Yeah, you're going to the dark side now, cocksucker." Okay, because he's I'm, just crazy. He's I'm, a wild man. He's like been to prison for kidnapping a guy. And Ooh, what is happening? <laughs> All right, okay. He okay, was a so, drug dealer. So you he's really crazy buried the lead human. on this one by saying it's just a comedian. <laughs> And doses them with drugs against their will. Look, while he's also a kidnapper who's been to prison for kidnapping. Hey, he kidnapped someone once. (laughs) That was a long time ago, guys. God, it was the eighties. It was New York City. (laughs) (laughs) I think it was New York. It could have been LA. Yeah, I don't know. Somewhere with crime. I've heard him uh, on Joe's podcast a number of times, and he just gets on there and tells these wild stories from his past. He's pretty well reformed now. He doesn't really do any of that crazy stuff he's got a daughter he's got a wife yeah yeah but dosing your comedian friends who are also (laughs) looking to get high (laughs) is funnier than it is criminal as long as they (laughs) actually want to get high that makes it slightly less bad but still fucking bad yeah yeah assuming that they you know that they can handle it but it's also kind of implied that if you're getting drugs of joey he's trying to fuck with you so i can kind of think they know what they're getting into when they Accept anything of him. All right. Okay. Any particular episodes? Uh, well, there is one episode which I quite enjoyed where they all drop acid. And I think it's with Ari Shafir as well and Eddie Bravo from 10th Planet Jiu Jitsu. Mm-hmm. And they also call up Duncan Trussell or Duncan calls one of them and then they have a brief chat, which I th- thought was hilarious. But yeah, that, <laughs> that one, <laughs> just pick a guest that you like otherwise. Oh, the one that you're talking to, either you've written it here, which yeah. is Acid Church. Yeah. Okay, well... If you want, listen to Acid Church. <laughs> <laughs> it, gets, it gets wild. Okay, that's, that's an interesting podcast. All right, next we will go with Zane, because I said so. All right, well, I have another user submission. Now, this is one that I have never seen another podcast do this uh, format before. It's kind of uh, a translation of terrestrial radio to podcast, in the sense that it's just curated 
music huh. uh, most of the time. Like once a month, maybe one in every four, one in every six, they'll have an interview with a musician as well. But it's just, it's called uh, Homo Ground uh, and it's, the premise is that they're trying to increase visibility and access to queer and queer ally music, mus, mus, music and musicians, uh, particularly those who live in like uh, rural regions or, or far away from each other, trying to increase the connectivity between the artists that are making the music. So mostly the episodes are just an hour, hour and a half of music. Huh. Now I live in a music bubble. I don't listen to radio. I don't listen to a lot of new music. I don't seek out new music. And so listening to this, it was really interesting for me to kind of see all this weird new music that I would not have otherwise um, found. And I have actually found a couple of artists that I've gone on to seek out and listen to. Mm. Um, Otherwise, I can't remember the name of one, but it will be in the show notes. Um that I've started listening to on Spotify as well. So I'm not sure how both of you will react to this, mm-hmm. uh, but I just wanted to give these guys some airtime and introduce this new format of podcast that I'm really interested in. Um, and so they submitted goes. themselves, this one, or was it submitted by someone who no, listens no, to No, no, they, they submitted cool. themselves. Uh, and, and all the music is submitted to them by the artists. Right. So, and then they'll, they can seek out other people from that connection. Uh, so it's kind of people giving them music to say, to raise their own profile or get their own stuff out there. Mm-hmm. And the music is all really high quality stuff. It isn't kind of like just one guy alone in his room recording <laughs> something and sending it into a podcast to play. <laughs> now it's all I'm just picturing, I don't know why, <laughs> but I pictured him sitting there with a ukulele. <laughs> I don't know why ukulele came to my head. But See, I had like a weird synth pad that uh, he was, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, and then Fierce beatboxing thing? over the top of yeah. it. Or like uh, that Ross episode in Friends where he's just like playing weird space <laughs> shit on his um, keyboard. Yeah, I'm thinking of Jeremy in the early days of Peep Show. Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it is... There, there's a lot of variety in the music that they play. Um, it is not, it's not all one style. It's not all one genre. And so I think it can be a little jarring. Mm-hmm. But I'm just really interested to see what everyone else thinks about this podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. So it's called Homer Ground. Um, and I will link a couple of the artists that I have started listening to in the show notes. You do that, Zane. I will. Thank you for the permission, Liz. You're so welcome. And on that note, I give myself permission to say what I'm recommending this week. Now, as you know, I am about five years behind the times. Do um, I know that? So <laughs> well, like I, there's a lot of podcasts. When you first, when you guys first said, "Hey, Liz, be our token girl on this podcast," I was like, "Sure, guys, please, uh, please." <laughs> there was a please in there. I'm pretty sure. Um, I, there are a lot of podcasts that I listen to that were cultural touchstones that um, I adored and wanted to bring to the table because there are still some people in the world who haven't listened to them and this is your nudge. This is your nudge to go out and do it. This week I'm recommending S-Town. 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 Now S-Town is by the same people who did Serial and This American Life. Big um, shoes to fill. Massive shoes to fill because after, as, as you recall from when we uh, reviewed Serial, it was number one before it even mm. was released. So a lot of people I think came into this expecting Serial and what they got was something different 
but I don't think that was a bad thing. Yeah. So basically it centres around this guy called John who lives in a town in Alabama that he calls Shit Town, which is where S-Town comes from. He's (laughs) like, I live in Shit Town in Alabama. And he basically asks a reporter and badges him for a little while to investigate what he thinks was a murder in his town. He's convinced that it's this massive cover-up and that all of this, you know, and that that there's a – brilliant investigative journalism story in it. So the reporter comes and he starts doing investigating and what he finds there is something equally as intriguing, I would argue. Um, So I would say give this until at least the end of episode two and if you don't want to keep going on after that, that's fine. But the end of episode two for me is where – stuff gets really interesting but it's it's that it's that small town minutia and the host of very interesting characters it's, it's quite hard to talk about this podcast without kind of going here's everything yeah that's yeah, spoiled yeah. but i don't think that i've ever been so um I was just fascinated with it and it might be because I watched it, uh, I listened to it on, on a really long drive and you know how sometimes when you listen to something on a long drive it, sounds, it seeks into your soul a little bit more than mm. little bite-sized bits but yeah, I, this, had, I, this had a profound emotional effect on me and I ended up having a lot of um, arguments with other people as to whether certain people were good people or bad people. Right, yeah, yeah. Um, mm. so, so it's kind of a... Intrigue. Well, I mean... I know that we have done Serial. Yes. And we've done A Very Fatal Murder. We have. This sounds like it leans a little bit into A Very Fatal Murder territory. Oh, it does. It's 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 using all of the same tropes and yeah. all of the same, you know, cliffhanger at the end of an episode to make you want to continue listening. All of the same, you know, intro that has like sound bites from different people in the town to kind of give you a slight recap of what happened before you go on. Yeah. So it's a very similar and again, it's serialized, so you do have to listen to the episodes in order to to kind of get the full impact of it, but yeah, this was one that um hit me harder than I thought it was going to and I okay. and I think people should listen to it and and then fight me on what they think <laughs> of the people <laughs> and the people in the stories. Okay. Yeah. All right. Review that's, time. That's it. Right, are you in charge That's it. So so reviews? well, let's just do a bit of a recap on what we just did. We did the church of what's happening now. Mm-hmm. We did Homo ground. Homo ground. Homo ground, and we did S Town. So, what's going to happen is we're going to go away. We're going to listen to what we've told each other to listen to, and then next week we're going to do the reviews of it after we introduce new podcasts. So, what we're doing now is the reviews from last week. The reviews from last week. Which show shall we review? For? Can we review Yo Mom's House first? Sure. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, so I have to do it. I just like saying your mum's house. So you talk first and then I'll collect my thoughts then. Oh. <laughs> my mother told me <laughs> that if you don't have anything nice to say, <laughs> don't say anything at all. So you're not going to say anything about it? I don't have much nice things to say. Um, I, as a person, have a few kinds of people that I instinctively draw away from and certain kinds of situations that those people kind of usually get involved in. Sitting around a table with people like this, talking like this, about topics like this, (laughs) is one of those specific (laughs) examples. I don't like the hosts. I'm sorry. And I I find about what half they say funny. Um, 
but like toilet humor and that kind of like humor through coarseness, I don't particularly relate to or giggle mm-hmm. at. Um, and that could just be me being elitist, but it's just a truth about what I find <laughs> funny and what we I don't. We love find your funny. elitistness, <laughs> eliteness, elitistness. Um, I hope <laughs> it doesn't mean that I am. Like I'm losing my sense of humor as I People get older. People like what they like. You can't yeah. sit there and be like, you know, what if you didn't find that funny? That makes you a terrible person. Yeah, and like this was this was a struggle to get through, especially because some of the episodes are super long. Patrick. Okay, so here's my beef, and there is good stuff coming after the beef. So I'll get rid of the beef first. Forty fucking minutes of chat before they got the guest on. Are you fucking kidding me? That's a podcast. Forty no. You have to Do like you know the guests. I the like banter, right? But the first twenty minutes of that forty minutes was ads, and then after that they started talking. I picked the Whitney Cummings oh, episode I'd skip because the ads I, if I were you. yeah. Well, I didn't know how long they went for, so I was just kept kept thinking. Okay, they'll do one or two ads before. No, I just nope. keep pressing fast forward until I stop hearing. Well, I did that after a while, after fifty billion fucking minutes. I picked Whitney Cummings because I think she's one of the funniest females ever. Um, and I was like, when are they getting to Whitney Cummings? Where's Whitney Cum- where, Why is she not here yet? Um, so because I was really cranky with how long that took, I got started off on the wrong foot. Um, I quite liked their humour, but I was already angry. <coughs> so I was just like, yeah, fucking funny assholes. Fine, you'd be funny after you've made me listen to 40 minutes of shit. Um, but I think that the they... I like the fact that their interviews aren't super interviewee, like they're just kind of shooting the shit, mm. as you often say. Um, and I also went and did a bit of Googling on them too because they have quite the fan base and they have an entire um, glossary online of words and lingo that they say <laughs> and what they mean. Yeah, yeah, like like there was, a, there was a page of at least 30 to 40 <laughs> like – translations of what words they use and how you can be in on their lingo. So I don't deny that these guys are super popular, but I was really fucking angry at them for talking so fucking much. Um, But yeah, when it got to the actual business of the the chat, I quite liked it. Um, I also didn't – the one thing I also didn't gel with is that they spent a lot of time – um, as you said last week, they kind of pick a thing and then they go, they pick a topic and they kind of run with it throughout their preamble. And they were talking about a show called Below Deck that I've never watched. Um, and they just kept playing clips from it that I didn't find funny because I don't watch that show. But if it was a show that I was watching, I can understand how that would be fucking hilarious callbacks, you know. Mm. Um, so all in all, it's not something I'm going to subscribe to. Um, and if they're listening to this podcast, which they should be because we're amazing, um, cut down on your ads at the start and maybe pepper them throughout the middle. Thank you. Goodbye. Pepper them throughout the middle. Yeah, like, uh, like oh, I'm happy. Oh, that's my least favourite thing that I'm they happy. do. I'm happy. I'm, <laughs> like <would>, Sandra. <laughs> I would like to listen. <laughs> Fine. Let's go to Sandra. No, then. I really like Sandra. I just, I, the, the really only beef I had with it was how, how, how it was riddled with AIDS. Um, <laughs> ads. <laughs> oh, shit, Patrick. Well, yeah. Look, ads, rather. The issue that I have with Sandra's ads, again, is that they don't give enough of a pause between the story and the ad, so it sounds like a run-on. Mm. Yeah. Which annoys the shit out of me. Um, but yeah, I know you said to listen to all the episodes. I've got, I've got like, I've done five. So I know. I know the one request go. I made, the one request I made was please listen to all of it because I need to know how you feel about it after you've reached the end. Well, Zane, how do you feel about it? Um, I find it a little anticlimactic. 
Yes. Yeah. Um, I was so obsessed with it. Like I was obsessed, obsessed with it. And then the final episode and I was like, Season two, please. Like, yeah, I think. Well, I think, of course, there's going to be a season two. They're bloody I, better because that, that's because of, I think because of the success of Homecoming, um, they they've definitely left it well open for a season two. Um, I I don't know if anything's been announced or not, but it, mm. they have to be going on to a season two. I will riot if they don't because <laughs> after after listening to it all and being so. See, this is why this is why I didn't want you to sweet baby angel. Why I wanted you to listen to all of it. So sweet baby angel, Patrick. Yeah, exactly. Oh, well, we can't say anymore without spoiling it. No, so we don't. We don't want to spoil it. Well, you but, weren't supposed um, to spoil it anyway. In terms of the um, format and the way that the radio play is done and the performances, what do we think? Yeah, I thought it was great. Nine out of ten. That's well, high praise. That's from Patrick. high praise. Yeah, yeah. I've never heard anything like it. I don't think in that particular format where it's like not even like it's a play. Yeah, it's a radio play, yeah. but it's it's a I don't know. Um, Aaliyah it's the new generation shortcut. I think is her name. She was fantastic. Yes, she was absolutely fantastic. Yes, um, and to the point that she didn't get top billing, I find it a little offensive. Isn't that a bit gross? Um, yeah, a little gross. Uh, the acting was. Great. I really mm. like the acting um, and it's very much in the vein of Homecoming, the whole audio production. There's not much you can fault in it. Mm. I it was did by the same people? Yes. yes. Gimlet. Yeah, mm. Gimlet Media. Uh, so I, I probably won't do a whole episode on Homecoming anymore now that we've talked about it so much. So just go listen to Homecoming, everyone. It's great. Um, I think after, after f- trying to follow up Homecoming, this is... This does fall a little bit flat. See, I listened to it first. Oh, really? I hadn't listened okay. to Homecoming until I messaged you That's recently and when I'm listening to Homecoming. So I listened to this first and was like, oh, my God, amazing. And then I listened to Homecoming and went... Yeah, you'll, and Homecoming is a much more compelling story. Mm. This one, this one, like, I don't, I don't want to point fingers. Like, they're doing good work. And, oh, yeah. But the story itself didn't seem to be deep enough to warrant seven episodes like i think you could have got the same story across in a one hour episode rather than a seven 20 minute episode mm. series mm. um so it kind of felt a little black mirror-y and i think that's what they were going for yeah. um but again like splitting it up so that they could get so many ads in it the ads were i found the ads were super distracting yeah, yeah. particularly because Repelling. a lot of the ads were in very um, similar voices. Yeah, it almost yes, felt like there a was, part of a the show. And I was it's like, a run-on. It's a run-on. What's going on here? And 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 you need to, to delineate me. it and change the music and change the voice yeah. and make it and do a little break. Like whenever Case File does an ad, they do like a little musical, like one second yeah. musical thing, yeah. and then have the ads. And I'm okay with that. Um, I I just I'm like when you're doing something that's like narrative fiction, it really fucks with the flow. It reminded me of watching a movie on Channel Ten. Yeah. I haven't done that in so long <laughs> and I never want to go back. But this is the thing, like even with the ads on TV, there's a title card and mm. a musical playoff and then there'll be the ad. Mm. There's not that run on that. So this is why I, want, I wanted to bring this to the table because I was so conflicted about it because I, I adored so many things about it and then there were other things that I wanted to punch in the throat. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think I think it's it's a... Decent follow-up to Homecoming. I think we can expect more from them. Uh, I think Homecoming might have been a more like right place, right time, right story yeah. thing. And I think they're trying to find that formula. Yeah. And maybe they will. Maybe they will. But I, I think maybe they need to explore 
different ways of serializing fiction rather than taking one story and splitting it up, I think, if we, yeah, if we can be completely See, honest. I didn't it's mind a good that product, with, listen to it, you'll enjoy it. Yeah, I didn't mind that with Homecoming though. Like they split that up over two seasons yeah. and I and it didn't bother me at all. The Because I'm not going to devote a whole episode to Homecoming. Homecoming is basically a story of this program that they have when people come back from the military, was mm-hmm. it? To, after serving. After serving to stop them from having PTSD but it – it's very damaging. Yeah. It's very damaging. Um, and, and there's a lot of intrigue and secrets. And um, they made a TV series out of it with, they uh, with Julia, Julia Roberts. Roberts. So very it's successful and it's big also time. very good. Yeah, so listen to both of them and tell us what you thought. And, and give us a comparison because, God, I want to know if you guys felt the same way that I did. Um, <laughs> Ree, Sandra, and it's uh, ending. ending. All right. Yes. What's next? Shall we go with Motel Motel Americana? Motel Americana. So, I I love noir. I love Mm. anything noir-ish. What I don't love is is, um, when the writing has really awkward – like, you know when they do that, her dress was as red as a traffic light that it shone straight through through my soul. (laughs) Um, Yes. Which is fine if it actually makes sense. But one of them that I've taken note of is her voice was as muffled as a skull. What? Skulls are pretty muffled, Liz. I don't, uh, have you, have ever, you ever tried speaking you ever through listened? a skull? Yeah. No, because that's not a fucking <laughs> thing. Can't. That's not a thing. It's wrong. However, the writer in me cringed, but the listener in me quite enjoyed it. I really liked the plot device. It did remind me very much of another podcast that I've listened to called The Box, oh. which is about a girl who finds a box full of diary pages and letters oh, okay. and reads them all out and each one's a different freaky horror story, so it's horror. Oh, cool. Um, but I think it's done in a in – a, like I'm, I'm not a horror fan, so I quite enjoy the noir-esque vibe yeah, yeah. of this and I'm looking forward to listening to – some more of the stories. Because I, I started from the start, so I listened to the first story, which is basically the explanation of, of the plot is. device, yeah. um, which I is, – is it needed, do you think? Can they just listen – once they know the device? Once you know, you can just mm. jump in. Because I didn't love yeah. the first episode, but I did really enjoy the second. Mm. Um, and, I, and I think that it's done in a way that will be intriguing to anybody who listens to these kind of mystery stories. Um, and I, yeah, it's, I, it was really enjoyable. I um, was it, quite surprised. And it does, uh, the genre does shift around yeah. a little bit um, from like odd to mystery, uh, from noir, sorry, not odd. Yeah. I don't know what I was going to say <laughs> there. Uh, from mystery to, to noir to kind of family drama. Um, and it does get better. So Jack Same, who is producing it, is literally writing, recording, producing and publishing all Yeah. Well, all I think himself. he's done so a, I mean. He's improving. Get yeah. your... Get your similes better. But other than that, <laughs> like really compelling stuff. It reminds me as well of um, – have you ever watched TV series Inside Number 9? I love yeah. Inside Number 9. Yeah, so it's that same kind of it's – a, it's a framing plot device for a number of stories of different genres and that is my bag. Yeah. So – An anthology series. Anthology series with a nice – with a clever, nice framing device that mm. doesn't even have to play into it that much. What about you, Patrick? Mm, not so much for me. Mm, no, it's a no from me. Sorry. That's fine. I'm um, also not I do doing like your podcast. I, yeah, yeah, that's I feel fine. really bad. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't feel bad. This is what we're here for. Yeah. This is um, why we make a good trio because we love and hate in equal measure. Yeah. 
Um, I do agree that it's an excellent plot device, though, mm. and it's just it just wasn't really my bag. I don't know if it was. I had an issue with the writing as well. I listened to the first and second episode, and I just wasn't being swept up in it. I didn't find the story particularly compelling or particularly, yeah, the well written. I'm sorry to say, yeah, it wasn't for me. So I I wanted. To, well, I think I planned. I think I downloaded three, and I just I didn't bother making it to the third one i thought the first two were enough for me i'm like yeah this isn't really that's my fine. kind of thing yeah two, two is enough usually to tell mm. yeah even though the first episode was a bit weird yeah 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 um not weird it's it's needed and it's necessary and if you haven't listened to this podcast and you stumble upon it by mistake you'd need it and it's the same with um i hate comparing it to another podcast i've listened to because i'm not suggesting he's copying it all but the, there's the a similar thing with the box where in the first episode she explains that she found this box found in yeah, quote marks yeah. you know um and so i think i actually i'm quite looking forward to seeing how this podcast grows because i think it has a hell of a lot of potential for me not for patrick mm. um for, well for i wouldn't mind listening to one of the later episodes that you've recommended well maybe i will curate this one as well yeah because I'd, I'd be willing to give it a shot. Yeah, all right. How open-minded of you. I know, I'm terribly open-minded. <laughs> Have we done all the recommending? Yeah, we've done Great. it all. We've okay. done all the recommending, we've Let's done all the reviewing. Let, okay, well, like, Sign that's it, it off, then, Liz. guys. Sign it off. Oh, I'm too tired for signing it off. Social right, media. So we have been people telling you about podcasts. <laughs> you can find us. Some might call us castologists. <laughs> Some might but call not us Liz. podcast hosts. Um, you can find us on social media. So Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. You can go to that's not canon.com forward slash castology. If you want to recommend a podcast to us that you have a burning desire for us to listen to, there's a handy form on. On that website or you can just shout at us in capitals on any of our social media channels or you can do my favoured uh, method which is to rate us on Apple Podcasts and leave your review as just the podcast you want us to listen to and a sentence on how awesome we are. Yeah, both of those things. Both of those things are good. Um, but next week we will be back to recommend and review more podcasts for you, still in this switcheroo format, Patrick. So I'll remember. Note it down for next time. You are yep. running the episode next time, so <laughs> right. we need to know where we're going. I'll oh, no. meditate on it all week. Wonderful. All right. Well, I have been Liz Best, and to my right, Zancy Weber, and across the table from me, Patrick Shearer. A goodbye. <laughs> As Ireland's homegrown insurer. FPD knows it's empowering when someone has your back. So switch your van insurance to us and get up to 75% no-claim discount. Visit fbd.ie to request a quote. FPD Insurance. Support. It's what we do. Terms, conditions and underwriting criteria apply. 75% no-claims discount is based on proof of five years no-claims discount and available to new commercial motor customers only. FPD Insurance Group Limited trading as FPD Insurance is regulated by the Central Bank of Ireland. Commercial motor insurance is underwritten by FPD Insurance PLC. At Irish Life Health, we reward you for embracing a healthier lifestyle. With our benefit plan, you can get up to €250 back on things like fitness wearables, gym membership or sports club membership, like your local GAA club. Search Irish Life Health. We know Irish Life. We are Irish Life Health. Irish Life Health Act is regulated by the Central Bank of Ireland. Terms and conditions apply. Call us to see exactly what's covered.